and welcome back for another episode of Spill the D. I am Gina. I am one of your co-hosts. And as you guys know, I'm normally joined here with Sabrina. She's going to be taking a step back from the podcast for a little bit. So for today, we have my fiance, Rick, joining us. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad to be back. Excited to talk a little bit more Disney. I think it's been a while since I've been on the podcast. And I think it was a game show last time I was on. I think so. I know you came on at Valentine's Day and we talked about date nights. I believe I was on for Marvel Trivia. After that? I think that was after that, though. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, yeah. Welcome back. Happy to have you. Glad to be here. We are going to be changing up the format with Sab taking a step back. We're not exactly sure exactly what we are going to do yet. If you have any preferences, go ahead and send us an email, spillthedpod at gmail.com or DM on Instagram at Spill the D Podcast. Maybe you have someone you want to hear come on here. Let me know. I'll reach out to them. The worst they're going to say is no. But for now, let's get started with some Disney news. So some of this news might seem a little outdated to you guys. As you know, we did take two weeks off. So some of it is from two weeks ago, but I just feel like it needs to be shared. So let's start with number one. Rock and Roller Coaster is closing for refurbishment from February 20th until summer. So if you have a trip plan, just be warned, you may not be getting on Rock and Roller Coaster. So you're telling me that the rumors that I heard are true, that they're changing it from Aerosmith, or is it not actually getting changed from Aerosmith? <laughs> no, I don't believe it's actually getting changed. They have not said anything about changing it from Aerosmith. Darn it. There was the mousetrap news who does the fake news did post that they were making it queen. Which would be awesome. Oh, it totally would be, but no, it's not happening. Sorry. I remember when they rumored that it was going to be turned into Jonas Brothers. That seems a little bit narrow. I lost my mind. I was so excited. I, there's a lot of people that would be excited about that, but in general, I feel like that's a little bit narrow. A fun fact about me for all the listeners is I was in the 0.05% top listenership of the Jonas Brothers, which I think you were probably right around there with Queen, so <laughs> fair. But yes, no, it will not be changing. It's just going to be getting refurbished, normal maintenance that they do on the rides. Okay. Also in Hollywood Studios, Fantasmic will continue to have two shows until January 14th. This was only supposed to happen until January 7th, but they extended it. Ooh. I don't know what that says for the crowd levels, if they're expecting more crowds. Are they cutting it back down to one at some point? or? Yeah, starting January 15th, it's going to go down to just an 8 p.m. show, but right now it's 8 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. Is there a reason for that, or is it just the rush of people coming back after it having been gone for as long as it was? Somewhat to do with the rush of it being back, somewhat to do with just the rush of the holidays. It gets more crowded. It's a good way to alleviate some of the crowds and make sure everybody gets to see the show. So January and February, when there's not a run going on, do tend to be less crowded. They don't really need two shows for it. Gotcha. You ready for a big one? Yeah. The one we've all been waiting for? (laughs) You want to say it? I know you know what it is. You want to say it? Um, The railroad is finally reopened. I'm assuming this is referring to the one in Magic Kingdom that goes all the way around the park. All right. I guess you didn't know what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Is that one not open? (laughs) No, that is open. Yeah. (laughs) Just the way that you said, I'm assuming. Oh, (laughs) didn't hear it. (laughs) Yeah. No, Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom Railroad is officially reopened. You can hop on it, take a ride around the park. I'm so excited. It's a bad time for Splash Mountain to be closing though. Why? Because then you could take it from Splash Mountain across the park and... Now the only thing over there is Big Thunder. That's still right there, though. Yeah. So, like, you can still take it. (laughs) You can, but I feel like if you're just going back for Big Thunder, personally not a huge fan of Big Thunder. Well, that's because you're wrong. Everyone's entitled to their opinions. Even their wrong opinions. (laughs) Big Thunder at night, though. 
Have I been on it that night? I think so. Hmm. Splash Mountain's better. Spl- oh, Splash Mountain is totally <laughs> better. But still, it's still there. You can still hop on the ride and then go get on the train and take it right over to Tron, which is opening in the spring. Is that one of the stops, Tron? Where does it Sort of. Stop? So the stops are right literally like on top of Splash Mountain, in between Splash Mountain and Big Thunder is mm-hmm. a stop. And then you take that over to what used to be Fantasyland. It is now Storybook Circus. So you go back there and it literally loads right where that bathroom is, right by Goofy's Barnstormer. Okay. And then the other one is the front of the park. Okay. So, like, you can kind of take it to Tron because you take it there and then you go and you walk around over to where yeah, the Tron, Tron entrance is, is. Tron is close to Storybook, right? Yes. It's just, like, they back up to each other. Gotcha. So, you'll have to go all the way around. I'm 99% sure. Obviously, it's not open yet, so I mm-hmm. don't know, but I'm, I don't know why they'd have the path come from Storybook Circus. It's definitely going to come from Tomorrowland. Gotcha. You're going to have to go around the Tomorrowland Speedway and then hop right on Tron. All right. And have yourself a ball. It's going to be a good time. I'm really excited for Tron. Stab talks very highly of it. Yeah, it's supposed to be one of the best roller coasters they have, right? Yes. I'm excited to see if it's going to be Velocicoaster from oh, Universal. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That was the best coaster I've ever that been on. That was very good. I like how close you get to the water on that one. I like how close you get to falling off. <laughs> that rush. It's so good. Another piece of news. I kind of just want your opinion on this. Okay. Merchandise reselling is officially banned at Tokyo Disneyland. What does that mean? That means that people with annual passes cannot go in, buy a bunch of merchandise, especially using their annual pass holder discount, and then go on eBay and sell it. How do they control that? I am not exactly sure how they're going to be controlling that. They're probably going to be monitoring resale websites. Yeah. Because there are literal Facebook pages. Oh, okay. That where might people be where go on and though. do it. And I hate to admit it, I am on one. I've never bought anything on it, but it's just fun <laughs> to look at it. Well, that's not you're not the one being the problem. It's the people selling it. Yeah. So <laughs> you're just I, taking advantage. I'm of just it. encouraging <laughs> the problem by watching. <laughs> I'm not exactly stopping it. I'm being a bystander and enjoying the view as people spend their money. Well, I imagine that's where they'll start. Is probably the Facebook groups and stuff. And it would probably be pretty easy to get um, eBay and Etsy pages shut down though too. True. Craigslist, all that can get easily shut down. Maybe even easier than the Facebook groups because the Facebook groups, if they have careful names, as Mm -hmm. long as they're not like Disney resale, it might be a little harder for Disney Uh, to find them. Whereas if Disney goes onto eBay and types in Loungefly, Mm -hmm. they might see a Loungefly that they are currently selling. Especially if it's like a non-specific to, what is it, Tokyo Disney? Yes, Tokyo Disneyland. As long as it's not a specific to Tokyo Disney piece of merchandise, I feel like it might be kind of easy to get around it, though. It might be. I mean, what they do, actually, I'll be interested to see how they do it, because I have bought a pair of mouse ears off eBay. I think they were from the previous year, and I didn't know if they were used or what, but they actually came from China. Huh. And, like, from China through eBay, and it took, like, a month to get here. And obviously it was resale, but I don't know if it was resale like someone was selling a pair that they bought and didn't wear, or if I bought it from someone who bought them in bulk. I have no idea, but who knows? Like that company could be shut down. Yeah. What was that one lady that we saw when we were there buying everything in bulk? What was she buying? Probably bags. Was it bags? It's I hard. remember she had like a cart full of stuff and it was all the same thing. There was like eight of them. Oh, people literally going with like <laughs> wagons. It's crazy. It's it's awesome. It's crazy. They make so much money, too, because yeah. they use their annual pass discount and then charge the full price. Mm-hmm. Plus, they'll do like 5 to $10 per item as like a service charge plus shipping. Yeah. 
So people will be like, hey, get me 10 things. Uh-huh. And then they're making an extra 50 to 100 bucks off that if they charge 5 to 10 for a service charge, plus the shipping, which is usually just a set rate. So yeah. if something only costs $3 to ship it, but they charge eight, mm-hmm. they make bank. It's honestly genius. Sounds like a good business venture. But it stinks when you want things. Like I wanted something <laughs> from Splash Mountain when uh-huh. they said that it was going to be closing, and that stuff sold out within like two days. You can't find that stuff anywhere. You can't. It's I've tried insane. multiple times to try and, try and find it on eBay, and it's like... $60 for a magnet. The only thing I can find online is I can find kids Splash Mountain t-shirts. I have seen a few of those. And those are like at an affordable price. But I am not kid sized. <laughs> I wish I was. I'm not. So I don't get a Splash Mountain t-shirt. Depressing. I know, right? Unless I want to pay like 100 bucks for it. That's just too much for a t-shirt. It's way too much for a t-shirt. I can't do it. I can't convince myself. If I bought paid $100 for a t-shirt, I'd be hanging it on the wall. I would never wear it. I'd be like, this is the new decor in my office. It better be signed by Walt Disney himself. They better unfreeze Walt Disney to have him sign this t-shirt and send it to me. Is he under Tron now? Is that where they're hiding him? Maybe. Under the castle just seems too obvious, right? Yeah, at this point. Although they say he's in Disneyland. So where is he? What Pirates. Do you think? You think he's in Pirates? Mm-hmm. Under Pirates or like in Pirates? In Pirates. Do you think he's one of the skulls in Pirates? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dark. That means he's not frozen though. <laughs> that means they just left him there. Uh-huh. Twisted. <laughs> I'm going to go with he is in Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Interesting. No, Snow White's Scary Adventures because Snow White was like his first big one. So I feel like that's where they'd want to leave him. Hmm. I don't know that one. So I don't really know where Spooky. it would be. Spooky. They've made it less spooky, but it's still spooky. Gotcha. Not as spooky as Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, where he goes to hell, (laughs) but still spooky. Okay, and then the last piece of news that I have for today, ladies and gentlemen, this one I just want Rick's opinion on, but if you have your opinion, please tell me. Rick, if you guys don't know, is a diehard Pirates of the Caribbean fan. True. One of the first things I learned about him when we started dating was how much he loved it. He had the poster above his bed in college. (laughs) So, Rick Scoot Landis, Caribbean Beach is changing the pirate-themed rooms to Little Mermaid-themed rooms. How do you feel? Uh, I think it's... I can't say what I want to say. <laughs> I don't agree with it. Don't they already have mermaid rooms there? Isn't that the other... They have mermaid-themed rooms at Art of Animation. Well, what's the other one at Caribbean Beach? Because it's pirates and something else. I... So, there's no other rooms at... Caribbean Beach, they're only pirate-themed or no-themed, or just, I guess, Caribbean-themed. There are princess rooms at Port Orleans. Okay. So are they closing down all of Caribbean Beach to redo the rooms, or just the pirate-themed rooms? Just the pirate-themed rooms. They're closing in December of 2022, which is right now. And in 2023, they're going to be Little Mermaid. Rip pirate rooms. Guess I'll never get to stay. I'm amazed that they're not doing pirate and mermaid rooms. Like, just update. I guess there isn't really a desire for Pirates of the Caribbean anymore. Like, the movies are kind of older now. That's sad. Isn't it? they're good movies. They are good movies. But think about it. The first one came out in, like, what, 2003? It was a while ago. I don't remember exactly when. But, yeah, I mean, I guess mermaids are more of a draw in a way. But, like I said, just upset I I wasn't able to stay in one. You stayed in one, right? I was supposed to stay in one, and then I got there, and they were like, Pop Warner football is here. We're going to move you to the other side of the resort. You're welcome. And they moved us to the complete other side of the resort. Gotcha. But yeah, that's all I really have for news. You got anything else you'd like to share? Nothing that I've seen, besides that rock and roller coasters can be queen. 
Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm waiting for Disney to take that guy's idea one day. One of these days they're going they're to. They're going to. Some, he's, he was right about one thing, but I don't remember what. But he's bound to be right eventually. Yeah. It's like The Simpsons. If you yeah. make enough things, eventually you'll be right. And The Simpsons just happen to be right. A Even lot. a broken clock is wrong. Is right twice a day. <laughs> I said it's wrong twice a day. It's also wrong twice a day. It's also wrong the rest of the time. It's wrong at least at twice least a day. At least twice a day. So, friendly reminder for everybody, if you want to go get that pirate room real quick with these last few days of 2023, oh, of 2022, mixing up my years, or if you want to go check out Disney in general, just remember that our podcast is sponsored by 407 and Beyond Vacation Co. They are a Disney and Universal Orlando travel agency. They book and plan family vacations to destinations such as Walt Disney World, Universal Orlando, Disney Cruise Line, and so much more. It doesn't cost extra to book with them. Their services are 100% free. Their vacation planners help plan the client's perfect family vacations, so all you have to do is show up, have fun, and create those family memories. You can start by getting a free, no-obligation quote at www.407vacations.com. And if you want to meet some of the vacation planners, learn a little bit more about them, we've had some come on the podcast. We had Megan come on and talk all about Food and Wine Festival. She came on for two episodes. Bruce, the owner of 407, has been on a few times. They're pretty credible people. I'll give it to them. Big fan. Big fan. (laughs) So today, guys, we are actually going to tell you about our parkless day in Disney, where this is one of our lovely recap episodes. This tends to be the listener's favorite episode, so I'm interested to see how it'll be if there's only one day to talk about. And no parks. And no parks, but I think a parkless day is something people question a lot. People plan this into their trips. Yeah. And I have to say, in one day, we did a good amount of stuff that we recommend people plan into trips. We did. We were also up at like 6 a.m. though because we had to get off the boat. So we had a very long day. So we took a cruise. We did a Royal Caribbean cruise and we sailed out of Port Canaveral, which is only, they say it's about 45 minutes from Orlando and Disney. It took us about an hour 10. We got off the boat and our flight wasn't until 9 o'clock that night. So we rented a car and we drove towards Disney. And on the way to Disney, the first thing I want to talk about is we stopped at the character warehouse. You definitely didn't overhype that. Right? There was a lot of really good stuff there. We got that one blanket that was, what, $75? We got it for like $5. Yeah. Guys, I have been hyping this warehouse up to Rick for probably about three years now. I heard about it while I was on the college program. And it's very similar to Cast Connections, which is the cast member store. Same kind of deals, same kind of merchandise. Cast Connections definitely has more. But it is very similar. And I kept saying I wanted to go, but we never have a car when we're in Disney. So the fact that we rented this car, I was like, we are going to the character warehouse. We're making whatever we buy fit in our bags and we're getting stuff. (laughs) Thankfully, the blanket was able to just be carried. Yeah. That was the biggest thing that we got. We got, what else did we get? I don't even remember. I got three pairs of mouse ears. Oh. So... Look out on our Instagram. We're going to be giving some of them away to celebrate the second anniversary of Spill the Day. We looked at the bags. A lot of the bags were priced down. Mouse ears, we got one pair, was $4, got a few for $5, and Rick got a Donald Duck mug, 
And that was only $6, I think, right? I think it was about that, I think yeah. we spent like $25 in the end and walked out with like four or five things. I don't think we paid more than $5 for anything. I think it was 25 because we were, I remember being impressed because now Sears are normally like 35 and you got three of those plus... Plus a blanket a and a mug. $25 blanket and a mug for $25. So definitely worth it if you're in the area. What's the outlet called that it's in? It's at the Simon outlets that are right there, the Orlando Premium outlets. Okay. They are right outside Disney Springs, literally like a two-minute ride. If you don't hit any lights, you're going to hit lights, though. So it's probably <laughs> going to be about a five- to ten-minute ride. It's really quick. And they are – oh, my gosh. It's so worth it. If you have a car, it's a fun thing to go to. It's really good to go to on the first day of your trip. Mm-hmm. You could go and you can get those mouse ears for your family. You can get backpacks. They have lounge flies. They have clothes. You can go get all of this stuff. If you have kids with you, go without them. <laughs> Or send them somewhere else and go get them the merchandise. So when they ask for it later in the park, you just pull it out. True. And pro tip, if you stop at the 7-Eleven down the street, don't get the buffalo chicken taquito. It's just a chicken strip. Most people know that. Us 7-Eleven regulars are aware of that. Some people might not know that. I feel like we should make that known. That's a really good point. 7-Eleven is lying to people. Hey, everybody who's here for the Disney podcast, <laughs> just be aware that the 7-Eleven Buffalo Chicken Taquito is just a chicken finger in the shape of a taquito. If you didn't expect me to bring up food at some point oh well, while I was on this podcast. I absolutely expected that. That is why when we went to Disney and ran into some of our listeners, they knew not to get in the way of you getting breakfast <laughs> and didn't say hello to us because of it. Which, by the way, <laughs> if that scenario arises again, please come say hi. I am an extremely socially awkward person, but Gina would love to meet you, and I don't want to get in the way of that. So, (laughs) (laughs) if that happens again to whoever that was, I don't remember who it was. Do you remember? It was Aaron. Aaron, or whoever else sees Gina in the park with me, feel free to just come up and say (laughs) hi. Doesn't matter if I look hungry or not. I'll be fine. If the listeners need a good laugh, she overheard him talking to me and Sabrina and Luke and saying that he didn't know if he was going to get one breakfast or two. And she messaged us because she was curious what he got. He got two. I did. So we probably spent about 20 to 30 minutes walking through the store at the outlet. There is a line usually to get in. Because we got off the boat so early, it went right to the rental car place and then went there. We didn't really wait in line. I waited while Rick ran to the bathroom and I waited for five minutes and was like the line had gone through and then I was the first person they stopped at. Oh, to go in the store, To yeah. go into the store. And then Rick came out of the bathroom just in time, and uh, we went in. So I probably waited five minutes max. The line can get a little crazy for that store because they try and do crowd control because it's hectic. There's so many people. And they have expensive stuff in there. They sell Dooney and Burks. They sell mm-hmm. Stony Clovers. They sell Lounge Flies. So if you want to go, just be prepared. You may need to wait in line. It's not going to be a long line. It moves really quick. They wait for a bunch of people to come out and then send a bunch of people in. So from there, we hopped in the car and we drove over to Disney Springs. Like I said, five to ten minute drive, really quick, really easy. And we did a lot at Disney Springs. We did. While we were at the outlet in that five minutes that we were waiting in line, we joined the virtual queue to meet Santa. Yes, we did do that. And right about when we got there, we actually got the text that it was our turn. Yeah, we didn't have to wait at all to Mm -hmm. meet Santa. There was actually no line when we walked into the toy store, right? Yes, he was in Once Upon a Toy. Is he always in Once Upon a Toy or does he change? He used to be when the Christmas tree stroll was just a trail in the back. He was at the end of it. Okay. 
And now they have moved him to Once Upon a Toy. Gotcha. With the virtual queue, which is so nice. I loved it. Yeah, virtual queues are great. They really I'm are. I'm really happy that they started to do that, especially for places like Gideon's and yeah. stuff where you don't want to wait two and a half hours for a cookie, but if you can go get a meal, go do some other shopping, and then come back in two and a half hours and wait a half an hour for a cookie, it's a little bit, little bit easier to stomach. Well, and that was one of the things that we actually had an issue with was we went to Gideon's and it wasn't crowded in Disney Springs at all. So they didn't have the virtual queue going yet. And the wait was about an hour. And we had a reservation for three o'clock somewhere. And it was 10, it was about, probably about 11 then. Mm -hmm. And we were like, we're going to, we only have four hours here. We don't want to spend an hour of it waiting in line for cookies, even Mm -hmm. though I love these cookies so much. Yeah. So we didn't wait in line. We had hoped that it would drop down later. So we went and we met Santa. And like Rick said, there was no line. And he talked to us for a very long time. Yeah, he did. We were there for a good five minutes just talking to him. Gina got her present that she asked him for, which is a boppet. He listened. He did. His face when I said I wanted a boppet, though, was hilarious. Yeah, it was, he was in shock. Yeah, I don't think he was expecting it. <laughs> uh, backtracking towards the cookies real quick. I have a question yeah. that's been kind of bugging me. So... You wait in line for two hours for a ride that lasts 30 seconds. How is that different to you than waiting two hours in line for some cookies that are going to last you more than 30 seconds? Rides satisfy me more than the cookies, I guess. So you don't like the cookies that much? No, I love the cookies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know how to answer that. I was just thinking about it when we were when we were going through that dilemma. I was like, we wait over two hours sometimes for rides we have like never, 30 seconds long. We have never waited over two hours. We, we are have. Maybe by accident, but all in all, we are 45-minuter people. I feel like when we went on the Navi River journey, we waited for close to two hours, which that was, was the just... biggest waste of time ever. That was one of our first times going to Disney without our parents, and we learned. It was one of the worst things we've ever done. We were, we were young and dumb. We didn't have Spilled to tell us not to wait in line True. for Navi River Journey for two hours or even really for 20 minutes. No, do not wait in line for Navi River Journey. It's not a walk on, turn around and walk away. It's not that good. Great with kids though. Kids like the colors. I saw something that it was maybe like updated because of the new movie. Did you see anything about that? Oh, so they actually said that they were James Cameron said to Bob Iger that he would be interested in updating it. Oh, okay. And adding updated scenes. Gotcha. And Bob Iger said basically that he didn't hate the idea. So there is nothing set in stone, but the idea has been tossed around. Okay, gotcha. I thought I saw something that they were changing it. That was the last episode of Spill the Day. You gotcha. heard that. Look at me. Look at you listening to Spill the Day. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You're welcome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so... Once we decided not to go to Gideon's, once we met Santa, we actually also stopped in and got a Christmas tree stroll map. So, the Christmas tree trail used to be in the back corner of Disney Springs. It is now a stroll all throughout Disney Springs. My favorite part of the stroll, besides looking at all the beautiful Christmas trees, because I am a Christmas fanatic, is the coupons on the map. That's fair. My favorite part of the stroll this year was we got through all but, I think, three of the trees and went to a store to get our button. And 
asked the worker what her favorite trees were and she told us two of the ones that we did not get to see <laughs> were her favorite which i thought was really funny because we had to pretend like we, we were like, we uh-huh. really liked them. <laughs> yeah that's great and then i saw pictures of them later we missed the moana tree and actually it was really great we yeah. really missed out yeah it was that and was it coco was the other one we no, we saw coco we missed one that i didn't really care about Encanto, maybe maybe that might have been it it was something that I remember being like, oh, man, whatever. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that there were, like, two of the three trees that we didn't get a chance to see were her favorite, and we had to pretend like we we enjoyed them as much as she did. Mm-hmm. And she was sure to mention them. <laughs> so with the Christmas tree stroll, we got to walk all around. We stopped in Vera Bradley and actually cashed in one of the coupons, which was for a free button with any purchase. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those buttons should be free anyway, but whatever. <laughs> it's just like a first visit button, except it's Vera Bradley and uh-huh. has Mickey and Minnie on it and doesn't say first visit. True. It's just like it, except not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we went there, and then to end our time at Disney Springs, we did go in and out of a few other stores, but Vera Bradley was the only one we ended up buying anything from because we already had pretty full backpacks for the flight home due to yeah. the character warehouse. I needed a Christmas present. That's why we bought something from there i don't think we would have bought anything from there otherwise no probably not but i did really like the new christmas design i mean the new disney design and they also had a really good star wars design neither of us are really star wars people but they had a nice baby grogu Mm -hmm. as their new design and that was really nice they were really pushing it they were pushing it we were like we don't do star wars and she was like well if you change your mind we're like all right (laughs) well if you watch all 10 movies i think there's i don't know maybe there's 10 movies there's gotta be more than that now there's six just with the originals (laughs) you watch all 12 movies in the next five minutes plus tv shows true because baby yoda came from a show not even a movie yeah plus i heard you have to watch the clone wars cartoon to understand the mandalorian a lot of stuff no there's like a clone wars cartoon that was on cartoon network that apparently explains a lot of characters backstories but like you need to watch that to understand the mandalorian no, like okay. it, like it, like pieces parts of movies together. Like gotcha. it, like makes makes things click kind of from other movies. I feel like it's a lot to ask adults to watch a cartoon. <laughs> I say as I binge watch Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I was gonna say I watch a lot of cartoons. So, <laughs> so we went to the boathouse for lunch after we did all of the shopping and the Christmas tree strolling. Yep. And oh my gosh! Delicious. Yeah, I don't know how. We've never gone there. It just has slipped past us every uh-huh. single time. And it was so good. It was really good. So we got the Yacht Club Club, which was the yeah. roast turkey breast, cucumber, bacon, lettuce, tomato, avocado, chipotle, honey mayo, Swiss cheese, on multi-grain bread with fries. Basically a glorified club sandwich. But it was on the multi-grain bread, so it was healthy. It was really good, though. It was so good. Glorified in the best way. Oh, my God, yeah. And then we got the classic cheeseburger, which was just the boathouse cheeseburger, lettuce, tomato, and onion with fries. Really good cheeseburger, though, too. It was like a big, hefty cheeseburger. Yeah, one of the better, if not the best, cheeseburgers I've had in Disney. Really? Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Huh. The fries were delicious too. Yeah. You know what's funny about that is I am actually picky with Disney fries because I think most places you get McDonald's fries. Fair. And I'm one of the few people on earth who is not impressed by McDonald's fries. I know people love them. I know you love them. Yeah. Not impressed. So. Also, if you're a person who likes bread on the table before the meal comes, great place to go because they bring some nice hot bread. And it's delicious bread. Yeah, and at brunch, they do like a honey butter bread. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, it's like with a glaze on top. That sounds good. 
So I definitely have to recommend the boathouse. I For wish sure. we would have got drinks, but at that point we also just got off a cruise and we're kind of maxed out. Yeah. On money and food and drink and, and everything <laughs> on everything. So we didn't get anything to drink, but I know people really do talk about the drinks a lot uh-huh. and how good they are. But the food, I have to say, it was delicious. I'd go again. Where would you rank it on your list of eating at Disney Springs? Oh, it's definitely above Paddlefish. Yeah. I don't think it's above Chef Art Smith still. No. It's not above Chef Art Smith. Hmm. It's higher. It's high. Did we get Chef Art Smith also, or was that another time? That was another time. (laughs) It all blends together. It really does. No, that was another time. So, what would you say? Second? Oh, I don't know. Are you talking like quick service too? Yeah. We're including like Poulet Pig? Uh-huh. Oh, no. It's lower than... It's in the middle. It'll fall in the middle for restaurants. Okay. Based off of the ones I've had, it's third. I think Chef Art Smith's is number one. Then what? And then Polite Pig is a very, very close second because Polite Pig Ooh. is delicious. Okay. Um, Chef Art Smith's, if they didn't have the chicken... Would not be first, but their chicken is so good. They're known for their fried chicken. Why wouldn't they have the I'm chicken? I'm just saying, if in a alternate universe there was a Chef Art Smith that had maybe like pork chops instead of fried chicken, then Polite Pig would win. We never would have went there. I'm not going to a place known if, for their pork chops. I think sorry. if you saw their mac and cheese and mashed potatoes, you would be there anyway. True, but I wouldn't be ordering the pork chops, though. So. Yeah, I'm sure they would have another... Another option, though. Like fried chicken? (laughs) Listen, I'm trying to make an example. I know, I know. You did good, kid. (laughs) In an alternate universe, you did great. (laughs) (laughs) So, from the boathouse, I believe we had to pack up from there. It was time to leave Disney Springs. We did. We took one more shot at Gideon's, and then we had to to go. Yeah, we tried to go, but Gideon's was still pretty crowded, unfortunately. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is really upsetting. We yeah. went and saw the last few trees that we needed after we saw that Gideon's was still a crazy line. Yeah. And then, I think this is where Rick's really going to take over this podcast right now, guys. I don't think so. We went to golf. We went and met one of my friends from when I did the college program, my friend Abner. And we went to Disney's Palm Golf Course for their Sunset 9. Do you want to explain what the Sunset 9 is? Um, I can try. Uh, you play nine holes of golf. Towards the end of the day, it's the best explanation I got. Is there more than that? (laughs) A little bit. That was pretty good, though. So the Sunset Nine is, depending on the time of year, depends on what time it starts. We went in December, so it was starting at 3 o'clock. Any tea time after 3 o'clock was considered part of the Sunset Nine. Starting rate is $39. When we went, it was going to be $49, and that includes nine holes, a cart, or a push pull cart. What's it called? Push cart or pull cart? People say either one. Okay. Or, and that is at Oak Trail Golf Course. You need to use a push cart. Mm -hmm. Anywhere else, it's a driving cart. And that's included in the 49, as well as two pre round beers. Yeah. (laughs) Woohoo. If you don't have clubs, it's only, I think, $30 is what we paid to rent the clubs. I believe $30. But they, if anyone listening is an avid golfer, they are Sim 2s by TaylorMade, so they are very good golf clubs. It's not like they give you um, the old ratty ones that get left around uh, by people that have visited. It's it's top of the line, uh, almost the best you can get, and it shows for sure when you're out there on the course. Yeah, didn't you have like the best game of your life? 
the best I've played with how long of a break I've had, because I haven't played since before we moved in, I think, was the last time that I played. So, so like June. Pre-July, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was the last time I played. And I, I played very well for how long it's been. Uh, and I do attribute a lot of that to the clubs and the balls that they give you. Because like I said, it's top of the line stuff. Do you know what kind of balls they give us? They're tailor-made. Um, everything is tailor-made um, when you rent from Disney, whether it's the men's or the women's clubs. And then they give you sleeves of tailor-made. I forget what the name is, but they're the pro response or something like that. Um, it's like a step or two below what, what the tailor-made sponsored athletes would use. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Yeah. And you get to keep them if you don't lose them. That's true. I have a few in the basement right now. Nice. We also picked them up as we found them on the golf course. We were really just helping them clean. <laughs> the ones that were like in the woods and stuff, we didn't take people's golf balls. Yeah. No, you don't take people's golf balls. That's just mean. So, Rick, avid golfer, what did you think of the course? I love the course. I've played it uh, once before, and I played it in conjunction with th- two other courses. Um, I don't remember which ones they were, but... It was my favorite of the three, which was why I was very excited to go back. It's got some good views, uh, except for one of the holes is right on uh, some of the road construction. But everything else is is very good views. Uh, good. There's a lot of water, like some nice trees and stuff like that. Uh, the sunset was beautiful. Yeah, it was. Did you post that picture that I took? I didn't. I was saving it for this episode. Okay. It's um, a very pretty so, picture. Yeah, so go check out uh, the Spill the D Instagram for that picture because the sunset was beautiful from this golf course. And I'm sure it's like that at all of them, but this one is still my favorite for sure. I have to say, I have gotten drugged to a lot of golf courses to hang out with him. And this is the best golf course I've ever golfed on. And they always talk about, like, a golf course being good or bad, and you're like, oh, whatever, it's golf. <laughs> no, there, it definitely was the best course I've ever golfed on. I thoroughly enjoyed myself the entire time. Yeah, and for reference, anyone, again, who does golf, usually your favorite golf courses are the ones you play the best at, and I had one of the worst rounds of my life the first time I played Palm, and it was still my favorite course that I – one of my favorite courses that I've ever played. So that just goes to show how good it is. Uh, all of Disney's golf courses are very well taken care of, though, and they all are, are really nice to play. Yeah, when we went to Lake Buena Vista Golf Course. No, we played at Magnolia. So we played Magnolia, and we were supposed to have the fancy carts mm-hmm. that when you put, like, a sensor in your pocket and it follows you around. Uh-huh. And it was too wet. It was very And depressing. I remember being like, this course is not that great, but it, now I know it's because it was wet and gross that we went after it rained. Yep. Which, that is my fault for not understanding, but we had, like, the perfect golf weather, too. Like, it yeah, was, it was. It was perfect. So, what is your opinion on Sunset 9? Worth it or not worth it? Definitely worth it, as long as you're able to keep up with the pace necessary. Because we ended up having to skip one of the holes. It was We skipped eight. Yeah. Partially because it was getting dark, partially because we had to catch a flight and Abner had to go to a football game in Tampa. So he had a bit of a drive ahead of him. We probably could have finished, but we would have been finishing up like right as it got dark, I think. Sunset-wise, yeah, sunset-wise we could have finished, but yeah. time-wise we ran out. Yeah. I think we would have been cutting it close, though. So it's one of those things, as long as you're able to keep up with the pace, it's definitely worth it. Uh, I would love to do the Sunrise 9 at some point, though, because I've heard really good things about that. I don't think they brought that back yet, though. It's not brought back yet. It is the same concept, though, where you pay a set price, you get the golf round, you get a cart, Mm -hmm. and instead of two beers or sodas, you get a breakfast sandwich, coffee, and juice. Yep. 
which, which is, sounds awesome. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's like one set breakfast sandwich or like all you can eat breakfast sandwiches. I'm not sure, but I know you get breakfast sandwich, coffee, juice. It's one breakfast sandwich because when Tommy and I played the one course, we played it kind of early and they had breakfast sandwiches there. Um, you got one? Yeah, we had to pay for them, but oh, it was okay. like early enough that it was like still they were still having breakfast sandwiches, and they were really good breakfast sandwiches. I did have like two or three of them, I think, while we were out there. What was it? It was just egg, and then they had the option of sausage or bacon, I believe, were the only two that they had. But they don't have pork roll in Florida. No, they don't. But yeah, the cart girl was driving around with them, so we had the option of getting them when she came around, and then we also were able to get them at the turn. So that was really cool. That's really nice. There was not a cart girl while we were out there. No, there was not. I didn't notice until right now. Now that I'm thinking about it, there was not a cart girl. <laughs> yeah, probably not worth it for them to have her out then, because we were one of what three groups. Yeah, out on we the course. we literally we were going slow. I am not the best golfer. I'm there for a good time, and Abner had never golfed before. He had gone to a driving range, and mm-hmm. that was it. A lot of it was a big learning curve for him, so that definitely made it take a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, me and him just made up our scores while Rick actually kept track. <laughs> Can you guys believe it? I got a hole in one at one point. <laughs> crazy lots of bogeys (laughs) but yeah i would say sunset nine totally worth it for sure uh like she said even if you're not big into golf at least when we went it was pretty empty it was also a monday night i think that we went yeah and the other thing that i want to share is technically when you go to golf courses if you have to rent clubs they don't really let you share them we didn't we just did it we just rented two sets for the three of us and they actually didn't mind they didn't say anything they didn't tell us we had to go get more clubs yeah they were totally cool with it it could be because it was the end of the night maybe and like we were some of the last people out there i think we literally were the last to tee off oh no there was people behind there's people behind us but we let them play through i think yeah so that could be why i'm not saying to do that but if you're not an avid golfer and just decide that it's something you want to do that might be something you can do while you're there to save some money and be able to go sunset nine in general is kind of a money saver Mm -hmm. i would compare the prices based off going in the middle of the day morning or afternoon yeah but all in all especially if you do if you're a beer drinker and you want those beers Uh uh-huh Two beers and a whole round of golf for 50 bucks. That's yeah. pretty good. It's the renting the clubs that kind of pushes it over. But if you can split it, it definitely makes it a little better. Yeah, definitely. But that was our entire day. From there, we had to get back into the car, unfortunately. Drive to the Orlando airport. Say goodbye to Tower of Terror as we drove past. Say goodbye to Spaceship Earth as we drove past. And head to the airport for our sad goodbye. And throw away a whole bottle of wine. Had to throw away an entire bottle of wine that we didn't get to drink. We <laughs> forgot to give it to Abner. It was our plan, and we totally forgot. If anyone has listened to the podcast before, you know how much that broke my heart. <laughs> Killed me. It really did. I was, like, trying to give it to the employees at the airport, and they were like, ma'am. We can't take that. Throw that away. Grow up. <laughs> but we went home. That was it. Started planning our next trip. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but that is a good example of a parkless day in Disney. If we didn't have to leave for the airport, what would you have liked to do after that? Um, honestly, I might have wanted to go watch the fireworks if we could have. I know you probably would have liked to watch it from the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. I also would have probably liked to visit the boardwalk because from what I heard, they have some stuff going again. As far as entertainment on the boardwalk. 
So I think it would be fun to go back and see that again because that was that was really fun the first time we were there and they had all the entertainment live out there. Yeah, I agree. So probably one of those two things and then stay in Caribbean Beach so I could stay in a pirate room. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is you're resort hopping for the rest of the night. Probably. All right. I trained you well because my answer was going to be resort hop. <laughs> From the golf course, if I didn't have a hotel to go back to and shower, I would go straight to the Polynesian and I'd mm. go put my name in at Trader Sam's. Oh, that was fun. To go to the Tiki bar. And I would go get something to eat while I waited for my name to be called. It would also be pretty early, so it might not be too long of a wait. I'd go to Captain Cook's and get something to eat, which is the quick service there, and then go so to Trader Sam's. got those Sam's. really good nachos, They're right? so good. They have pineapple on them. Yeah, they were good. I would get those And again. mango, I believe, and pulled pork. I would get those again. They were so delicious. So good. The chips. Oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, so I would do that. And then after Trader Sam's, hopefully it would be time for the fireworks, and I'd go sit on the Polynesian Beach and watch the fireworks. So, guys, you have so many options for a parkless day in Disney. Hopefully, this little recap of our parkless day gave you some ideas. Yeah, and that's not even scratching the surface. There's so many other things to do outside of the parks. This is just a handful of things. Obviously, Disney Springs is the first thing that comes to people's mind when they say they're not doing a park. Golf might be up there for some people, might not be. But it's definitely something to experience, especially in Disney, because... For big Disney fans that don't necessarily like golf, they have uh, some of the courses, they have bunkers, which are the sand pits uh, that are shaped like Mickey, which is kind of fun to see. It's so cool. (laughs) So another thing you could do, and like I said, it's not even scratching the surface. There's so many other things to do. Boat rentals, just resort hopping in general, checking Mm -hmm. out the fireworks, going to different bars of the resorts. Yeah. So, so fun. Mm Mm-hmm. We incorporate parkless days into all of our Disney vacations. If we are there for more than a weekend. You have to. When we go for a full week, we'll go for a full week and do maybe four days in the park Mm -hmm. and make sure that we get parkless days. Yep. And it's great. Even just if you have a hotel, Disney pools are awesome. So hope that we gave you some ideas. If you have questions or want some other ideas, feel free to message us on Instagram. We are at Spill the D Podcast. You can send us an email. We are Spill the D Pod at gmail.com. We'll be back next week to talk some more Disney with you guys. Until then, I hope you have a happy and healthy new year, and I will talk to you next year, and we will see you at the castle. You did so good. You're such a Disney adult. Thanks.